G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barner and Running With Fire. Look, it's just great to have you join with me today. I really appreciate that. And hey, if you enjoy some of these devotions, why don't you share them with others? My my heart is to get God's word as far and wide as we possibly can, even to some who are not believers. This week, we're looking at anchors in the desert, six anchors that can hold you firm and hold you steady when you go through a crisis, which has got the potential to really rattle you and to shift you off course and even cause you to, you know, even give up. But these anchors will hold you steady. We saw the first one was that desert times are something we go through. You know, Psalm 23 verse 4, though I walk through the valley. So we go through. God takes us into tunnels which have light at the other end, not into caves which are a dead end. Then second, we, we mentioned that every believer has a date with the desert. Look through the greats of Scripture, men and women through history. I've read about numbers of them. They all have a date with the desert. You are no exception. In the desert, David cries out, uh, Oh God, you are my God. It's easy to change from, Oh God, you are my God, to, Oh God, you were my God. You know, so say it with me, Oh God, you are my God. See, our goal is not to know every detail of the future. I think I mentioned this last week or recently. Our goal is to hold the hand of the one who does and never ever let go. Come on, hold on to the hand of God. Hold on to the hand of Jesus. Never let it go because he'll get you through to the other side. In your desert, remember this, the devil is not running your life. Sometimes you think he is. God is in control. He's always in control. Job faces extreme a desert as anyone you could possibly imagine. But we know because we can read the first chapter and the last, that all along, God was 100% in control. Isn't that amazing? Just think about it. Through those darkest moments, you know, he's covered in boils. His friends are blaming him. They must have sinned. And, you know, everything his wife says, you know, (laughs) curse God and die. And you think, God, this is out of control. But we know God was in control, beginning to end. And guess what? He comes out with twice as much. So even though the devil sent a struggle to take you out, God is going to use it to take you up. He's not going to take you up. You're going to take you up. And when you're up, you're going to be able to help others to get up as well. The third thing about a desert experience, the third anchor, it's a place of promotion in God. Tim Keller says there's only two Psalms, Psalm 38 and 88, where there's no word of comfort or hope. Psalm 88, the last word is darkness. Think about that. So Psalm 88, let me read you parts of verses 1 to 16. And see if you identify with any of this. I've cried out day and night before you. My soul is full of troubles. My life draws near to the grave. Whom you remember no more. You've laid me in the lowest pit in darkness. Like me, you have, like, like me, friends, you have tried to understand some of the prayers in the Bible. They seem so totally negative and out of place. 
What is Psalm 88 doing in the Bible? Where's the victory? Where's the triumph? It's all despair. It's all darkness. There's no word of comfort or hope. And it's written by Haman, who was a musician, a songwriter, and a prophet who worked closely with King David. He was a man of God, yet facing an extreme desert. But he's still trusting God. How do you know this? Verse 1, praying day and night, but still he feels abandoned by God. Do you know you can be a Christian? Trusting God, praying day and night, doing all the right things, and still you face a trial that's not getting any better for a long, long time. See, the Bible is so truthful. Many of us have areas of darkness. I do. Fighting for a long time. Prayers are still unanswered. You know, people become Christians. They think now nothing really bad is going to happen to me. <laughs> Life's going to get better and better. Well, Jesus was a better person than we are. And he didn't have a great life, nor did Paul or many others. See, expectations play a big part in how we handle deserts. It needs to be mingled with reality that will help us to face the pain. Struggle can be greater if we have false expectations. So Haman questions God and says, From my youth, I've been in despair. You abandoned me. You've never been there for me. Now, he's exaggerating. But we tend to do this when we're suffering. Why is this prayer in the Bible? Derek Kidner said, The presence of these prayers in Scripture is a witness to God's understanding of how people speak when they are desperate. God did not decide, I don't want this in my Bible. Here's a key point. Despite long seasons in darkness, Haman still loved God. He still prayed and he still served. The Bible is ruthlessly honest. And sometimes we feel it's all darkness and despair and that God has forsaken us. Hey, it's okay. We see this in the scripture. Can I just encourage you, hold on to the hand of God because he will get you through. Tark Barner is the senior pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.